Hello, I'm Dr. Adam Splaver, and this is the Warrior Health Podcast. Today, we'll be speaking about meditation. Yes, today we're speaking about a topic that actually I thought I'd never in a million years talk to you about. You have to understand, I am a cardiologist. I am trained to think methodically, scientifically. I am someone who has been trained by all intents and purposes in the realm of science. And outside that realm, really not much of it exists. Well, that story was shattered back in 2016 when I decided to join a group called Wake Up Warrior. You see, when I joined that group, uh, one of the, the tenets of the group is that you need to work on yourself. You need to work on yourself on a daily basis. And in order to be the best possible version of yourself, you have to be physically fit, spiritually grounded, family-oriented, and business-minded. And in that process of being spiritually grounded, one of the tenets of the program is that you need to meditate on a regular basis. Now, you're talking to someone who in 2016 thought when you bring up the concept of meditation that you were a tree-hugging, granola-eating yogi and that this was just an absolutely foreign concept. And actually, when you look at the scientific data, when you look at the reasoning for meditation, there actually is a health benefit. There are actually amazing cardiovascular benefits when you meditate. And I'll get into that. You see, meditation is something that, you know, you have to understand is more than just sitting and stilling your mind. Actually, it's more, more than that. It's actually allowing you to make space to take pause and actually be able to view your thoughts, be able to view your, your mind in a non-judgmental way, allowing for thoughts to come and go without reacting to them. And it's an extremely powerful, powerful concept and a powerful uh, exercise to do. You know, here you're talking to someone who's also not only a cardiologist, but also has a background in Orthodox Judaism. And I figured that meditation, hey, that shouldn't be a problem. I pray all the time. Prayer, that's, that's, that's meditation, isn't it? And there's a subtle distinction between prayer and meditation. Prayer is actually, believe it or not, it's asking. You're asking when you're praying. You're asking for health. You're asking for wealth. You're asking for happiness. You're asking for that million-dollar home out in wherever it may be, but you're asking. Meditation is actually listening. It's having the ability to sit back and just watch, to listen, to take pause and take note of what's going on in the mind. Now, what's the reasoning for meditation? What's the scientific background for meditation, the benefits for meditation? Well, it's quite interesting. The more and more we look at, at science and the more and more we look at cardiovascular disease, we are uncovering more and more of a mind-body connection or mind-heart connection for that matter. There is a concept that your parasympathetic nervous system which is a nervous system that runs uh, alongside your, 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 your regular nervous system, is responsible for maintaining your blood pressure and your heart rate and revving things up and slowing things down. And the health of that parasympathetic nervous system, the health of that auxiliary nervous system, is very much tied into your cardiovascular health. You see, your, your central nervous system or your brain is one nervous system. That's the one where you think. That's the one that tells you you're, you move your left arm. Your, your autonomic nervous system, where your sympathetics and your parasympathetics, are the, the, the nervous system that's responsible for 
controlling your involuntary uh, actions, such as digestion, such as heart rate, such as breathing while you're sleeping, uh, where you don't have to think about it. So the, the health of that autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetics and the sympathetics, believe it or not, is very much tied into your overall cardiovascular health. They did a study, and they looked at um, something that we call heart rate variability. Heart rate variability is the, the ability to look at the time between beats of your heart. So if you measure from one beat to the next, it's actually not exactly the same to the next beat, which is not the same to the next. And you look at the difference in time of between those, those beats, and that's called heart rate variability. They found that if you have a flat heart rate variability or a very narrow heart rate variability, that you have a bad prognostic outcome. You actually don't do well long term. You actually have an increase in cardiovascular events, and that's bad. But if you have a high heart rate variability where your heart rate will go up, it'll go down, there'll be a huge difference in heart rate and, and heartbeat. In that situation, you have a better outcome. You have a better cardiovascular uh, uh, prognosis. And the thought process is, is that if, you're, if you have such a narrow heart rate variability, if your heart rate doesn't really waver, that means that one of your, your autonomic systems is on overdrive. Either your sympathetics are on overdrive or your parasympathetics are on overdrive. And anything on overdrive is just bad. So if you're, you're constantly putting your foot on the brakes, your brakes are going to eventually wear out. Or if you're constantly putting your foot on the gas, eventually the engine's going to give way. So you want to specifically have a situation where there's a delicate balance, a give, a take, a dance between the two systems, between the sympathetics and the parasympathetics, which is a reflection of your autonomic nervous system health. So why do I bring this in here when I'm talking to you about an abstract concept such as meditation? Because meditation affects your heart rate variability. Yes, your meditative state, your ability to meditate, actually will affect your heart rate variability, which indirectly affects your overall cardiovascular health and your mortality. So with that being said, hey, meditation's a given. You have to do meditation. So just like one should go to the gym and work out and exercise and you know pump that, that iron or get on that treadmill or swim or row or bike, so too you need to take a step back and relax and take pause and be able to create space and watch your thoughts come and go without judgment. And meditation can be done in various ways. There are a number of ways one can meditate. One can meditate by through through mantra, where they uh, where you, you can actually sit and say a certain phrase or a certain paragraph over and over and over again. There are guided meditations where you're actually you're 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 developing in the mind's eye a picture, a story, a journey, as you will, uh, to go somewhere. There's also breathing meditations. There's box breathing, uh, which uh, we learned, or I've learned from Commander Mark Devine, as well as from my coach and mentor, Garrett J. White, uh, which is also known as Pranayama. And there's some neat apps on the web where you can actually download and actually learn to do breathing meditation. There's holotropic type uh, breathing meditation, um, which I've learned also from another mentor, Christian De La Huerta, who, um, who helps, this helps you get into a state of being, a state of mind that will help you be in touch with your higher self. Um, there's also another type of, of breathing meditation called Vipassana, where you watch your breath or watch for certain sensations in your body. So there are multiple ways one can meditate, and there's a lot of different resources on the web 
um, as well as uh, applications. There are even certain devices that are out there that will help you meditate. There's the Muse device. Uh, that device will help you with your meditative uh, ability and, and hone in on certain brain, brainwave activity. Um, and it, it's, it's a great practice. It's a great idea, not only for yourself, but also for your kids and teaching them these meditative practices and mindfulness. Uh, exercise and mindfulness is also very, very important in maintaining not only good cardiovascular health, but also maintaining good mental focus, clarity, as well as production. So with that being said, I guess I am a yogurt-eating, granola-eating, tree-hugging yogi who now meditates on a daily basis because there is scientific evidence that meditation is damn good for you. And with that, I present you meditation. Next week, I'll speak to you on a mystery subject. It's going to be quite interesting. I'm looking forward. And I thank you for joining me on Warrior Health. This is Dr. Adam Splaver.